You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Title semicolon. My Mac podcast 532 semicolon. How did Apple survive? Question mark. Open bracket. Part one. Close bracket. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. Oh, what a great show this is going to be today. I know it's going to be a great show because I've been recording for almost 13 minutes. And so far, I can use about, uh, let's see, 30 seconds. <laughs> that much. <laughs> that much, yeah. It's, you know, usually, it's a lot less than that. How are you doing tonight, Gaz? I'm doing very good, thank you. And I'm very happy because a certain Lewis Hamilton has now won the Formula One World Championship. And uh, yeah, I won't tell you what happened after he'd won it. Well, his girlfriend gave me a nice little kiss. Yes. Right on you'll the... have to You'll have to... <laughs> right on his hard hat. <laughs> Which is why we can't use almost the entire first bit that we were recording before we got started on the show. <clears throat> now... Uh, you know, I'm looking at these show notes, and it looks to me like you are not a happy bunny. <laughs> no, no, Consi- especially considering the title. Yeah. <laughs> I was not very happy with Apple last night. Um, basically, we tried to rent a, real- a film. Well, that was a mistake. Firstly, of course, I went to the Apple TV, Right. Uh, went to the film section in the iTunes part of the Apple TV, and all I got was a spinning circle, waiting, waiting, and waiting. Okay, so I then basically went back to the main screen, um, back to settings, uh, into general settings, and then to my account. Uh, I logged out and logged back in. Okay. So I then went back to the, obviously, the film section, the front page of the Apple TV, and went into the film section again, and a spinning circle of death. Now, is this a second gen or a third gen? It's the third gen. Okay, so it's a new one. Yeah. So I also tried a a network check on the Apple TV, and that took forever, but said everything was okay. And I thought, hmm. So I went over to the Mac Mini. Uh, which is the one connected through the same airport device that the Apple T- TV are both hardwired to. Nice. I did I did a download speed check and absolutely no problems there. Even though it was uh, a Saturday evening, it was uh, about a it was pushing it was over a hundred uh, make downloads. So there were absolutely no oh, problems. Yeah, that, that, on should be, that should be fine. That should, absolutely should be fine. Yeah. So I then tried. Um, the iPhone iTunes route. Wait, um, so, uh, well, well, basically, because looking through um, the Mac Mini, it was just awkward to just search through and try and find the film that we wanted. So I thought, well, I'll go onto the, you know, the the uh, my iPhone and just have a look there, and then just stream it over to the Apple TV. Right through AirPlay. <laughs> through AirPlay, uh, and I found the film. Uh, and then I clicked on it, you know, I did a search for the name of the film, found it, clicked on it, and it was a blank screen. It just, I thought, come on, Apple, I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> so I then looked for the, the movie in iTunes on the Mac Mini, 
Right. Not the easy experience with a large screen, uh, having to sit back in a chair using a mouse and a keyboard, but I was getting frustrated and I needed, you know, I'd got two people with me, my wife and my daughter, both sitting. Can you hear that? They were going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah. Being, so, so how good is this, this app? Yeah. And then, you know, kind of looking at me. So, so how good is this Apple company you keep talking about? Anyway, I went back to the, um, the Mac Mini. But before clicking the rent or the buy button, I went back to the Apple TV and rebooted it because I really wanted to just find out if there was a problem. And I'd also tried, there was a bit of a trick, I think, that Alison Sheridan had done over at Podfeet with that, clicking the down arrow for so many seconds or the menu and the down arrow. I can't remember which it was. I tried everything and it wasn't going to increase it. Anyway, I rebooted it and went back to the film section in iTunes and thought, aha, it's appeared. Well, kind of. Hmm. Uh, I could see the outline of all the films, but no titles or description in the boxes, you know. Right. But but not perturbed, I searched for the film and aha, it was there. Mm-hmm. Right, so I clicked on it and it said, this film is only available in the US. Oh, God. So now this, <laughs> is, thought, this uh, is on the on. iPhone that this happened or no, were no, you no, back, back on the Mac Mini? Or Apple, Apple TV. TV, okay. Yeah. So I thought that, no, no, because I've seen in my iTunes account, which I'm tied into on the Apple TV, um, over on the Mac Mini iTunes account, which is on the same uh, Apple's or um, iTunes account that I've got, that the film is available for rental in the UK. So not perturbed, I went back to the Mac Mini, into iTunes, clicked on the rent, and it starts to download. Uh-oh. At last I can hear you all shout. Oh, no, not yet, because it took forever to download for some reason. Now, remember, I'd done a speed check on the Mac Mini and everything was fine. Everything else, uh, web searches, everything was absolutely fine. So there's obviously, well, I'm assuming there's obviously some sort of problems with the Apple servers. It to, has to, to be, you know. yeah. And there've got to be. I would, I would have thought there was. Anyway, um, it finally downloaded because for some reason, normally I thought that the film would start to play once it got through a certain amount. But, but yeah, no, that's usually what does happen. It would not let me start to play the film until it had completed its download. Um, now, all of this took in excess of 20 minutes to get through just to rent the film. And funnily enough, on that same day, I'd had an Amazon 30-day trial you know a, a letter come through to me with a little card saying try prime for 30 days and you can rent films and all this sort of other stuff and i thought no it's amazon i don't like them i won't actually be trying that at all but now you know what after this experience the first thing i'm going to do is going to try that amazon prime process because for me that was a poor show apple a very poor show if i hadn't have been so ratty about getting it working we'd have moved on and you know uh, well I'd, it's, it's just crazy you know that is not the experience they need to have if they if they want people to use their service and, well, and i know from listening to um allison's show uh pod, at com, it's the you no know, podcast uh i think she was saying something along the lines that, that she essentially gave up and, mm. and did download it off of amazon off the, you know, the, the prime service. Well, I think, I, I think they went through several routes and I know that she was determined because she, she's a little bit like me. Once you start down a route, you want that route to work because that's the route you've chosen. And you know, it's not going to, it's not going to stop you, but I can assure you if, if that had been, um, 
anyone else in the family that have gone into about two or three minutes thought it's, oh it's, it's not working well. and then just stopped now if they've not got another route to go down to try and get the film they just wouldn't have watched the film so how bad of an experience is that because we don't have any other option because i don't we don't watch enough films now you know that's <laughs> That's no excuse not to give us a decent service. In fact, it's a big excuse to make sure we get a better service because you want to make sure that you've got a great service for people that only occasionally go there because if they have one poor experience, they're never going to go back at all. You know, this is, uh, why, this is why Amazon, if they were smart, they would allow people to use Prime on the Apple TV for just that kind of thing. Where mm. People get like, so frustrated trying to do it through Apple's service and then all of a sudden they say, oh, well, look at that. It just works just great on Prime. But Now, obviously, obviously it's a one-off experience. I can't, you know, I can't say whether this is a, an experience that everyone is going typical. through. But right. I'm going to have to contact Apple because, you know, I, I, just, I was just so disappointed. And I thought, what's going on? Something must, you know, either a link or my connection with that. I can't believe it's my connection because I have, you know, whenever I do a speed test through very, I've got various different speed test right. um, websites that I go to. And it, whenever I test one of them, I'll sometimes test some of the others as well, just to see if I'm getting a similar result. And I always do. So, I mean, speedtest.net, I think is a fairly reliable uh, check of your system. So yeah, yeah. Not happy bunny. Not happy bunny. Mm, well, I um I went down to see my son Guy at the college that he attends yesterday because yep uh, I've been trying to now I bought I don't know if you remember me telling you I had bought um my my coworker Xavier's iPhone five for two hundred dollars because he he had gotten a six so I figured yep. okay I'm gonna swap out uh, Guy Junior's HTC Android phone that has a broken screen and is finally off of contract with this iPhone five. Still didn't get it done. I, I, I actually left here at the house. At, it only takes me about an hour to get down to where he goes to school. And I, I left here like about 8.30. But then I get down there, and he is in the process of making this huge breakfast for uh, a bunch of the guys that's on the crew team that he's on. Right. And by the time, you know, we're talking uh, potatoes and pancakes and eggs and bake. I mean, just all this food. And by the time we finally got done with all of that, it was, it was like early afternoon. And my son, Peter, who's dating this girl that goes to the same college. Now he's asking for rides to go over to target. And, you know, and it's like, by the time we finally got all that done, I get back to uh, uh guy's dormitory. And he's like, well, why don't we just let, you know, I'm going to be home on Tuesday. Why don't we do it next weekend? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, so we'll just kind of hang out and talk. But I, I did get his Mac mini. He's got a, um, it's a two gigahertz core two duo Mac mini, I think from 2008. And I updated that to Yomo and worked great. So <laughs> you know, happy days. Cool. And, and do you remember me telling you I got that ticket in Georgia? Yes. I'm coming yes. back from Florida? Yes. Well, I just found out how much it's going to cost me. Go on. $750. Whoa. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I, you know, F you guys. It, the sheriff's you office in you McIntosh County, Georgia. You know, F you guys. You guys suck. Not because you caught me speeding, because, you know, 
I, I do like to drive fast and it, you know, if I happen to run into, uh, you know, a, a highway patrolman and he gives me a ticket, okay, whatever. But they didn't give me a speeding ticket. It was a ticket because they said I didn't move over for a different deputy that had somebody else pulled over. And the reason why that happened was it was near the end of the month. And now this is, this isn't a, a state um, law enforcement agency. This is like a County law enforcement agency. And they had set up like six or seven squad cars on the interstate highway at the end of the month to, for this speed trap. And frankly, that's, that's a bunch of crap. That's, that's, and I hate, I'm going to say it. Bullshit. That's bullshit. I didn't, uh, I'm so pissed off about that. But there's really nothing you can do. You know, I mean, I'm up here in the state that I'm in, and it's like, it's like a, it would be a 10 hour drive for me to go to the courthouse. And they know that. So I think that they probably concentrate mostly on, on out of state cars. But the, the fact that, you know, number one, it was the end of the month. Number two, they had like six cars lined up to take whoever it was that was the next poor sucker that came over the hill. And, you know, uh, uh, frankly, speed traps like that are, they should be by themselves. They should be illegal. That's just not right. So I'm, I'm also not a happy bunny. But I've told you about speeding in reverse with a blindfold on before. Well, yeah, but it's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not very nice. That's not very nice. I mean, everybody hates being caught speeding, uh, but you know, even so, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a level of speeding, but yeah, it sounds like they're using another excuse excuse to up the ante with uh, with your uh, the charge that they they're giving you. So yeah, uh, you bunch of jackals. There's always two sides to a story, so I can't take sides, guy. But yeah, it does sound a bit harsh. Yeah, they're they're. Wait, hold on. You know what they are? No, I can't because we're saving it for another week. <laughs> Uh, you guys will find out about that at some point in the future. We we've okay. got something special lined up for the center. Special? Section. I don't know about special. Well, we're um, special. So well, we're special. special. Yeah, that's true. Do we want to go to the uh, mymac.com <laughs> recent articles? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Shall I take the first one? Take that first one. Then page me up. Oh, sorry. Uh, page me up, which is a review by Pyman Sarnell. My name is Simon. Parnell, but the DC dimwit and the Northampton numbskull can call me Sir. Right, Sir. (laughs) (laughs) Page Me Up describes itself as designed for print documents and websites. At the price, it is pitched against applications like Pages, Swift Publisher, and iStudio Publisher, rather than the big guns like Adobe InDesign and Quark Express. If you want to know more about Page Me Up, go over to mymat.com and read the recent article by Sir. Well, <laughs> I'll have to check that out because I've been using uh, Swift Publisher for like quick and dirty jobs like that. For a really long time, and I, and I like it, but uh, I'm always interested in something new. There you go. And uh, the next and really last one we have for this week is BitTorrent Sync File Transfer Software. This is a, now see, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> this is a review by Scion 
pot skarker. <laughs> I, I did it. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's Commonly bad. abbreviated to BT Sync, BitTorrent Sync is software that implements file sharing across computer networks using the peer to peer protocol. This means each computer doing the sharing can act as a server for the others, allowing shared access to files without the need for a cloud computing central server. And the price can ask for much less than this. It's free. Free. Go on over to the website and check out the review um, by Pion. Pion. Pacat Sarker. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's going to go to the website now to find out what, what his real name, name is. actually is. <laughs> and if you would like to write for the MyMac.com website, especially if you have a hyphenated last name so that we can really just get completely confused, give John email a uh, – or send John, e- send John email. Send John Nemo an email uh, to <laughs> Nemo at MyMac.com. Dot com and gaz i think it's time to get social oh well that's got social yeah go ahead you want, you want me to go first yeah. eric eric Diaz. yes <laughs> he's really gonna hate you for that <laughs> i'm sorry eric. and he has a he um, has a pug so be careful yeah he's got a three-month-old pug which has big bug eyes and an appetite for shoes and anything else with in his grasp uh-oh mouth <laughs> it, it does. It does look a bit, a little bit of a cutie, actually. Yeah, he does. It is a cute little pup. What a puppy! And Serenac Assassin believes that the graphic for last week's podcast is a sheep, not a goat. I'm pretty sure it's a goat, though. And Nicholas Riley asks if it was part of the International Goat Jumping Championships. Which, honestly, guys, I think that should be a real thing. As soon as I read that, it was like, yeah, that sh- that should be a thing. A yeah, thing. I think you're right. I I think it should be a thing. Yeah, what, some kind it, of thing. a thing. I, I like things to be things. Things, even though they're not things. Actually, looking at it, it does look like a sheep. Mm. 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 We'll say it's a little sheep. Goat. It's a geep. <laughs> it's a geep. Yeah, a goeep. A go up. Um, Shout. Uh, <laughs> Both uh, Alison and Clive Hammett have chimed in on uh, the Twitter feed uh, over at Guy and Gaz because I actually mentioned my iTunes rental problems over there. So uh, I think it's going to be uh, an ongoing thing. I'm going to do a little bit more trialing. I was going to try before I, I went on the show tonight, but unfortunately I had to go out and uh, uh, set, take Claire to her re- rehearsal, so I didn't have the opportunity to do it. But there you go. Yeah, these she, things, these things come now? to tries. Sorry? Is she out of uh high school? No, she's she's basic in the last year. Okay. So she, okay. She's getting she's um she's putting out for universities at the moment. Oh, very nice. Uh, Does she know where uh, she wants to go yet? She know yeah, she knows where she wants to go, but whether she'll uh, she'll get there or not is uh, another matter, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <We'll> see. <laughs> and I think that's it for this section. I think it might be. So, why don't you get us out of here? Everybody, if you'd like to kind of stand by then We'll be right back mm, after like you that. stand by to stand by for Guy and Gas because we're going to be here for a little while yet. Or stand by. Are you a geek? I guess so.
What do you mean you guess so? Prove your geek cred. I don't need to prove myself to you. I'm the new host of the geekiest show ever. We will see about that. Don't you just hate it when droids think they have all the control and don't know their role? You know, they forget that we can turn the power off. Oh no, you can't. Oh yes, I can. Don't, please. I'll be good. That's better. Nothing worse than artificial intelligence being, well, unintelligent. Head across to iTunes and subscribe to the Geekiest Show Ever podcast, the only show truly dedicated to geekery. Two men now in complete control of their bodily functions. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the MyMac podcast. This week, which is number 532. How did Apple survive? Well, I don't know. What are they supposed to have survived? There you go. That's the question that I want to ask. Well, they didn't survive. Ah. Wait, yeah, but what didn't they survive? Oh, actually, they did survive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we... <laughs> yeah, like, nobody knows that. Yeah, I've got, I've got a Samsung iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And a, Dell, and a Dell Mini. Dell Mac Mini. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I, because uh, we, were, we were talking about what we were going to have for the, for the center section, and I started thinking about it. And it was like, well, why don't we, uh, why don't we kind of take a step back and talk a, about a retro, a uh, retro. This show. is this is our, no. uh, and it's the second, it's the first part in the second section of a retro show. It's the first part in the second section of a two-part piece. When we're gonna have the second section next week, following on from this first section in the second section this week, and it's all retro. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's move on. Go ahead. I haven't got it to hand. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, well, basically, what I wanted to talk about was um, <laughs> what happened in uh, the, the like mid to late 90s when the, the actual survival of Apple as a company was in doubt. I mean, there was, there was, and for people who are relatively new to the platform, Especially, you know, since the iPhone came out, they may think, well, you know, Apple's always been up there. Well, they kind of haven't. And, you know, even even with all the problems that they've run into lately, um, yeah. as compared to that time period, it's really more of a storm of a teacup. And, you know, Apple in the, in the mid to late 90s, they had diminishing sales. Uh, the, a lot of their talent was leaving the company in droves. And they had no profits for many years, and, the, and that ate into the capital that they had acquired in the late 80s and early 90s. And then you throw, throw in along with that that Microsoft Windows had just released Windows 95, which pretty much was good enough to challenge the Mac on the UI front, and that yeah. the cost of Windows PCs being so much less that a lot of even hardcore users were questioning why they continued to use the platform. And of course, we all know the story, or you know, the story of Jobs the Savior swooping in and rescuing the company in its darkest days. Um, but the reasons behind why such drastic changes needed to be made 
and how a- Apple fell into a deep pit financially is what we were going to talk about this week. And then next a deep week, pit deep, of doom, deep pit of doom. Next week, we'll talk about how they kind of turned all that around. And um, we're, we're just going to kind of go over this one kind of talking point at a time that I have here. Basically, the company had gone from it, at their very beginning from having one great marketer, which was Jobs, and lots of terrific talent in engineering and software design, to one run almost exclusively by marketers during the uh, the Scully Spindler days. And uh, when you, when you look at at companies that rise and fall. Now, didn't just just yeah, a quick question because you know I I I've heard a lot of these bits and pieces of this story from sure. you know uh, other podcasts and from shows. I've never really sat down and read a book or you know um, heard out that the way the company went, but I've picked up a lot. And I think did I, have I picked up correctly that Scully was actually brought in by Jobs? Yes, yes, he was running uh, Pepsi, right? And basically, um, Jobs went to him and asked if he wanted to push. A, a sugared a colored sugar water for the rest of his life or did he want to run a technology company so jobs brings in scully and but kind of refuses this is jobs and is very very he was very young uh kind of refuses to give up a lot of the power that he had accumulated from the time that the company started and you can't really have in any large company two bosses you you need to have one guy that is kind of calling the shots and a couple of things what what scully basically started doing especially with the help of apple's board at the time was they started kind of marginalizing steve jobs they they took him out of positions of power from various portions of the company and uh finally just kind of said okay well you're done and and you know he was gone not long after that and then and then the the crazy part is he turned around and and sold all of his stock when it was at a relatively low point and if he had just waited like a couple of months he probably would have had two to three times as much money back from it he he saved one share so that he would be allowed to attend board meetings or not board meetings stockholders meetings he saved. He sold everything except for one share. <laughs> now the other thing that happened, there were confusing hardware releases, and we're just talking about the Mac here. And there was little to tell these different computers apart, besides the software bundles or the names that Apple had given them. And at the same time, they had these three different lines of computers that had very little difference between them which didn't help as well, especially for the network of resellers they had. And those three lines were the, uh, the Performa line, which was kind of the supposedly the low-end line, the Centrus line, which was supposed to be a little bit more powerful, and the Quadra line, which was the Pro line. But other than, I think, other, other than maybe the amount of RAM that it had or the, or the kind of software that it came with, or even... Uh, like the the Quadra line may have a, a better graphics card than the Performa line. There really wasn't any big, huge difference between these three machines. And so, I, what 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 software were they running at that time? Which version? Oh, this was um, 
start I think starting with uh, system seven right because the uh, the the, cl- the true you know really old classic Mac OS software kind of ended with uh, I think it was system six point oh four six point oh five and that's what they were running on like the original Macs and you know the the black and white nine inch monitor Macs that they had had. Um, other than of course the, uh, the Mac twos, pretty much the rest of the line was all these, these, these small Macs with built-in monitors. Now, right. The next thing. That so, made, so, so, yeah, so ahead, when, when you, when you, when you say that there was the confusing hardware releases, so, so you've got a performer line of Macs and then you've got a centrist line of Macs and a Codra all desktops, I assume. Right. 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 So and and there was so you got you'd kind of then got uh, to the, we could almost call it today although it's not quite the same you've got your Mac Mini your iMac and a Mac Pro although obviously today there's no comparison because they're three completely different machines right but, well, and they look completely different however right whereas these ones have, they looked exactly alike other than the right. name that was on them you from right. from five feet away you couldn't really tell the difference between. A Performa, a Centris, or a Quadra. Right. Because they were in the exact same type of cases. Okay. Now. So they were, they were, they were very much like gray PC boxes. Yeah. Uh, that was, well, and the other thing that made it kind of bad, especially for the resellers, the resellers had certain quotas that they were supposed to sell to be able to keep their, their reseller status. So right. they would go ahead and say they would order. Um, five Performa 5215s. And for whatever reason, they didn't sell them right away. Apple, the next month, would come out with the 5415. And even oh. though there was very little difference between the, like, say, the Performa 5215 and the Performa 5415. As we know, everybody wants the latest number right. of the latest version. And so now yeah. they can't sell the 5215. But Apple won't take it back and is insisting that, you know, well, you've got to do something with it. And this, this, you know, there was a lot of resellers that dropped out that just couldn't, couldn't keep up with, with how much Apple was pushing them to sell machines that didn't really have that much of a difference between them. Right. Now, one of the things that Scully has admitted recently is that it was a mistake to go into the alliance with IBM and Motorola to come out with the PowerPC processors and that Apple should have gone with Intel processors. Part of, and part of, and I kind of have to agree with that. Now I'm looking at this over the course of time and in hindsight and all the rest of that. And being a Mac user in those days, I would have been outraged that Apple was selling computers with Intel processors because that was one of the things that made Macs different from PCs. However, with, with time, you, you, know, you realize that one of the things that was holding back software development for the Mac was the fact that developers would have to literally not just develop toward an operating system, but they would also have to develop toward different types of hardware. They would have to develop one for uh, the Windows and other machines that use Intel processors, 
And then if they wanted to sell on the Apple side, they would also have to come out with the same software that would work on PowerPC processors. And this can take considerable time and resources to make the software compatible between the two platforms. Yeah. Now, do you, uh, so so did that did that mean that um, there was just a core of great developers because everybody they, everybody still wanted to use? Did, is this still in the time period when everybody still wanted to use Max for graphic design, etc.? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't that didn't really change. Until, in my opinion, uh, until probably the early 2000s when Apple made the right. switch between uh, OS 9 and, and OS 10, there, were, there was a lot of fallout from that because right. OS 10 didn't have much in the way of native software. So most people were running these, these old, older, I should say, programs in emulation mode where basically you would click a double click on the program and OS nine would kind of boot up and then you could run the programs that you had for the classic Mac OS, but it was running it within a shell of OS 10. And frankly, uh, OS seven through nine, they were just, it was crash city. And because of the way the operating system was configured, if you crashed, you lost everything that you had <laughs> saved up to that point. I had I had a a video editing program, and I believe in you know I I could have this wrong. I think it was called um, uh, Video Works or something along those lines. And for the time, it was a kind of a cool program because it, it had uh, you could have multiple tracks of audio and video and and all the rest of that. And as I would be going through some video project that I was working on, I was like constantly saving. And, and every single time you would do one of these saves, you couldn't do anything else until the program finished saving. But you had to do that because if you didn't and you had a crash, you could lose hours of work and no getting back to it. And by crash, it basically it meant it didn't just crash that program. You had to nine times out of 10, you had to restart the computer every single time. Wowza. Yeah, and this is, you know, this is part of the reason why Apple was making such a huge push toward fixing I'm kind of skipping skipping across here, uh, fixing the classic Mac OS to give it more modern features um instead of really working on what should have come next, which ended up I think, you know, being OS 10 or something along those lines of of OS 10. Because yeah. you, they couldn't really easily fix the classic Mac OS and still have it be compatible with the, the library of software that was already available for the Mac. Uh, one of the other problems that they had at Apple was the, the kind of us versus them conflicts that kind of began when the, uh, the Apple II and Mac lines were, were kind of fighting over, over talent in the company. And even though by this time the Apple II was was all right, no, 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 no. Now let let me just let me just yeah, kind of ref- it. Somebody who's new to uh, the Mac mm-hmm. will go, "What's he going on about the Apple II and the Macintosh?" Just just give people a quick um, phrase sure. here: the difference between those two uh, machines. Well, the, the Apple II was was really the first computer that Apple came out with. Really, one of the first computers in the world that was supposed to be for 
uh, the, the general public instead of, you know, for business or whatever, that was affordable and, and relatively easy to use. And the Apple II line was what kind of made Apple the company that it was at the time. When the Mac first came out in 1984, um, and it was preceded by, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this, the Lisa, which also had a graphic user interface, it was not a huge seller. Uh, everybody was kind of still sticking with the Apple II. But as time went on and, and the Mac started to you know slowly become the computer for the rest of us, um, the Apple II line became started to become marginalized, and the limitations of the Apple II, along with the hardware that was being supported by the operating system for the Apple II, became clear, and eventually it just kind of went away. Okay, leaving Apple with just the Mac as the the main thing that they were selling at the time. Okay, so that was that was causing a bit of a split, or a, you know, a, a non concentration of 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 development uh, within the organization. It's kind of a split organization, almost almost like an Apple versus um, um, Microsoft within their own organization. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, the okay. Mac team actually had their own building, and they they ran a pirate flag outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, some of the other things that was going on in, in the early to mid nineties, they, they would release hardware like the Newton before it was really ready to go. Or they would spend a lot of time and resources, uh, trying to partner up with other companies like Bandai for the Pippin game console that never actually ended up being released. Now was job still here for both the Newton and the Bandai? Sorry. And the Pippin. No, no, he was gone. He, he was gone. Jobs, jobs left in 85. Okay. 85? Yeah, 1985. I thought he was there for longer than that. I thought he was there into the 90s. Nope. Nope. Crazy. Um, Yeah. And so basically, and that was when the marketers kind of took over. Okay. Now, the next thing that they did could could have been great, but it was handled very, very poorly. And that that's when uh, Apple allowed other companies to clone Mac computers and uh, some of the big ones. You had Motorola with the uh, the Star Max line. You had uh, UMAX, which I actually had a UMAX C six hundred, which was a six hundred three E machine. And uh, but the big one was Power Computing. And these guys, you know, the the idea behind it, at least this is what Apple thought was going to happen, was that these companies would make the the low-end, low-cost Macintosh computers, and they would leave Apple with the high-end stuff, the high-end, high-dollar stuff. But that's not quite how it worked out, because there wasn't anything in the agreement between Apple and these other companies to keep them from not also making higher-end computers. <laughs> And the you know the thing that they would do because at the time Apple was using you remember SCSI right the SCSI interface yeah, yeah 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 okay the SCSI interface was so much faster than ATA which eventually developed into uh, SATA that we use today but there were uh, certain limitations that weren't in ATA and it was a lot more expensive 
So Apple would come out with these computers that were using SCSI drives. And, you know, they were great and they were fast and all the rest of that. And then these these other companies would come out with Macs using the ATA interface that would, de- de- you know, deliver pretty damn near the same performance at a much cheaper price. So it was kind of the worst of both worlds for Apple because they weren't really making that much from licensing the Mac OS to these companies. I think they were getting like $50 per computer or something along those lines. And these companies were starting to take away a lot of their high-end sales. They, they were really struggling then. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, it was I mean, if you look. And, and at that time, they only sold, as you, I think you've made a note here, they only sold uh, Mac computers. Yeah, that was the that was basically their their own you know the only thing that they were selling. So if they weren't making a lot of money from Mac computers, then they basically weren't making a lot of money. Yeah, because they didn't sell um, or or any uh, software that they made or sold would only go obviously to Mac computers. So if those sales weren't good, then any software sales that they had that they might have had weren't any good either. Right, as as well as accessories like keyboards and, and monitors yeah, and all yeah, the rest yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, So, and the other thing that really, really started giving them a hard time was that they were taking a real beating from the tech press, especially once Windows 95 came out, with most of them with, you know, Apple is the, the Apple is doomed story of the week. And as we can see even today, you know, and, and this was, for the most part, this was before the internet was real, real big. Yeah, but they would still have, I guess, what you could consider to be like clickbait articles, where they would have like some some headline that would spell out, you know, wh- whatever it is that that they were they were trying to say in the article. But the article itself would be mostly hooey. But it was always Apple is doomed. Apple is doomed. So, at what point? I mean, w- w- did they? Act- actually get into a position where they were they looked like they were not going to survive yeah and that led to um well you know what why don't we save all of that for next week well uh, well no i mean did they, they actually got to that position then where it looked like the company would not survive yes and they're, they're, oh what, yeah the share it price was, what was the share serious. price down at the share price ha- had gotten all the way down to about 12 dollars a share crikey well, I wonder how they could have survived that. Hmm. Well, you'll have to tune in to next week's show to <laughs> find out. Now, that was, that was great, Guy, because you know, there was one or two things in there which I wasn't quite sure about, and I'm sure there's uh, some interesting stuff that people uh, didn't know about Apple as well. So uh, for the for the uh, Apple geeks out there, I'm sure that you you might be you might be looking at the skies and yawning a little bit, but it's it's always nice to remember where you've come from. And and that's not to say that everything I have here is 100 percent accurate. If anything I've uh, it's said, the here... Mac, it's the My Mac podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, what? We said something that's not accurate? I, I'm stunned. Um, if anybody has any insight into some of the things that that we've talked about in this section, please go ahead and, you know, we'll, we'll give all of our contact information at the end of the show. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Add some more points if you want, and we'll, we'll go into all of that uh, during the second part of next week's show where we talk about, you know, how Apple got past that and how they survived. And no, it wasn't all Steve Jobs. Cool stuff. Yep. 
So you ready? To, I'm going to take us out of here. What do you think? I'll take Guy, Guy, yeah. take us out. Okay. Now, I think you should all stand by to stand by. And we'll be, yeah, right back. That was supposed to be like Steve Jobs, but it wasn't. <laughs> fan a film fan well check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network tim chatton and alex barker dive into a different movie every time ranging from classics to some of the newer stuff and sometimes some obscure stuff that you actually might enjoy so check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network rated the number one podcast from people you've never heard of the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of the MyMac podcast, number 532. I think it is 532. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, you know, I just remembered oh, something. Oh, oh, what? Oh, 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 when, oh, when I went down oh, to see my oh, son, we were talking about university just a second ago. When I went down yeah. to see my son and I was telling you that he'd done this like huge breakfast for all the guys in the crew. Yes. I told them about the podcast. Right. And I'm nuts enough to where I think some of them might actually listen to it or, or give it a try. So anyone from that college that my son goes to, whose name I'm not going to mention. You think they're still listening now? Well, they might be, (laughs) they might be welcome aboard. Yeah. Guys. Guys, and uh, guy Junior's friends guy, from that college. Absolutely. And if you are, I've got a treat for you on YouTube in a bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, you know, as they listen to this, what do you think they'll be doing? Smoking. Well, they're, they're crew guys. <laughs> oh, well, they'll be singing. Yeah. <laughs> and when you sing, sometimes you... Um, you, you, sh- you, you kind of boogie, boogie on down. Yeah, yeah. Your body moves a lot. Yeah. And your shoulders go up and down. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, anything else? Anything, any other part of the body that might be involved? Well, you might nod wow. your head. Oh, finally. Hit it. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. It's time for Gases tip. Getting an ice cream headache. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guy, you may have noticed since uh, Yosemite's come along that Apple has changed the way the green button works in the title bar on its apps. It now makes the app go full screen when you click on it. But you may not want that to happen every time. So if you don't want that, press the Alt key as you click on the green button and it just makes the window bigger like the good old days. Oh, that is cool. Uh oh. Nuts. Nods my head. You can't nod your head yet. Okay, now you can nod your head. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Yeah, that that's one of the I know what you did then. I know what you did then. <laughs> Tell me, what did I do? Well, you hit that button, it went full screen and you couldn't see yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the consequences. Of me following along with Gaz's tips. <laughs> oh, my, my. Oh, dear. Well, I, I have an app pick this week, and I know I have picked this before, 
but I'm I'm picking it this week, uh, not because I'm lazy, but because I realize that that there's other alternative methods for doing the same thing now that are free, but that this particular app adds some stuff that those don't. And the uh, the app I'm talking about is Ecamm's Skype Recorder, which is twenty nine ninety five. And you might think that man, that's a lot of money. For something that just records Skype calls, but it's not the only thing that it does. They include a bunch of great tools that allow you to uh, not only change the format of the calls that are being recorded, because they record in, in a, a real nice AIFF file or as, a, as an AIFF file. You can convert them into other formats, but what you can also do, and this has come in very handy is for recording this podcast is that you can split the call between your input and what you're getting back from Skype so that you can take each one of those sections and raise the volume or or do other things in post that you can't do if it's all condensed down into one file. So that's Ecamm's Skype Recorder, $29.95. You can find it at ecamm.com. Cool. Um, Now, I'm not going to pick bloody iTunes. Well, will you pick regular iTunes? <laughs> Not until I get it sorted. Well, did it, like, cut itself shaving or something? <laughs> something like that, yeah. Ah. Um, this is uh, my pick is a bit of a selfish YouTube link. Um, so you'll have to go over to uh, the website to see the link. But um, my daughter is in university down in South Wales. And it is, yeah, it's a very big selfish uh, link (laughs) as the word selfish in the show notes grows and grows. Um, It's a song which I'm pretty sure my daughter either wrote or had a hand in writing. And she sings it with a guitarist. And uh, yeah, go along and give the YouTube link some clicks. Um, I'll put the link also in the uh i've already tweeted it but i'll tweet it on the gaz and guy and gaz uh twitter feed as well but go over and click the link and have a look because um uh, i'm just being selfish there but if you really do want to pink pick then um i've got to say pixel mate pixel mater on the mac <laughs> pixel mater well uh well pixel mater on the mac or ios no mac Okay, Mac. make sure you No, we've already picked it on the, the iOS, but I'm going for the Mac as well because it's, you know, for twenty dollars or wherever it is, it's just, you know, it it'll do everything you want it to. Just yeah. go and buy the damn thing. And, and make sure you <laughs> but, check but, out but, the link to to uh that YouTube video. Yes. Because it's it's really, really kind of cool. I enjoyed yeah. watching it. She's not got a bad voice, has she? She's got a beautiful voice. Oh. I can't believe she's your daughter. <laughs> Gaz's tips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no people's pick this week. Nobody oh. sent us a people's pick. What is wrong oh. with you people? <laughs> yeah. Pick on us. Yeah. Yeah. We need you picking on us. <laughs> like they don't in all the various social media. No. Yeah, that's true. Ah, <sighs> now go on. Uh, we also, the other thing we don't have is, uh, an iTunes review this week. Okay. Well, we can't expect one every week from the, the lovely listeners that well, we have. Well, I, I can expect one. I just, <laughs> I'm just constantly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you do an iTunes review uh, outside of the U.S. and the U.K., uh, you really, really need to let us know so that we can read it on the air. And that way I can also send you – oh, Gaz, this, 
this thing that I send them, it is it is amazing. What? It, it's it really? stupendous. Well, it's no. a what? It's stupendous. It is. It's a PDF. No. <laughs> That's it. It's a it's a stupid stupendous PDF. That's right. That I worked I worked months, minutes to make really really <laughs> great. And it's monthly called minutes. Monthly you minutes. you worked minutes every month until it was as close to perfect as I felt like making it. <laughs> and it's called a Woody. And you spell Ooh. that big W. Got it right this week. Big O, big O, big T. I. Little I. E. E. Little I, little E. And uh, if you do an iTunes review and you would like a Woody suitable for framing, you can send me an email to guy at mymac.com or let me know about it. On the Twitters, and that's Tango Whiskey. No, 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 not going there. Twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Now, guess. How can they get a hold of you? (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Gaz at mymac.com. G-A-Z. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Oh, crap, crap, crap. You're starting to Cylon. Why don't you give oh. that again? <laughs> oh, stupid Cyloning. Knock it off, Skype. Oh, so am I still Cyloning? Yeah, it is. Well, I guess I'll have, let me do it because it, it's just not coming through. Uh, you can reach Gaz at gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z. <laughs> you can also get him on the Twitters at Twitter. Dot com forward slash Gazmaz. That's G A Z M A Z Z. Oh, you're back. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. Well, sort Wee. of. It's breaking up a little bit, but it's not as bad as it was. Uh, okay. How else can they get a hold of us on the Twitters, Gaz? Twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. G U Y A N D G A Z. Also, email feedback at mymac.com. Yeah. Who's that go to? Timmy. That's right. It's Timmy. Timothy. Timothy. <laughs> or on <laughs> Skype. Skype. Plus one. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. One more time. Plus one. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. And you can contact us in. Oh, wait, I gotta wait for him to finish. You okay? Take a breath. Take a breath. Okay. Um, <laughs> we would like to thank all of you for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Whether you're uh, a new listener or an old listener, this is something. Or a medium listener. Yeah, or you, yeah, maybe you've gotten like one or two shows and then stopped and then came back. And, and so, yeah, that's like a medium listener. A medium <laughs> listener. No, a medium. We thank you. We thank a median even, listener. Whether it's your first or <laughs> or close to 250th time since Gaz and I started doing this podcast, yeah. remember, 335. No, 535. What? 535 will be the 250th episode since Gaz and I took over. Wowza. The, the mighty, mighty MyMac.com.gas. Yeah. So yeah. we a would bit like, like to, A bit like Apple, really. Yeah, yeah, it it got great, and then it kind of went away, and then it came <laughs> back, and it's even better, and and that's all just this week. 
But on top of all that, you know, Gaz, I think that this is the very best show that we've ever done. And that we're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Yeah, good luck. Gaz, J, Nabajay, Pelu, Apple, Nituri, Koini, Gubjumbo. Gubalon, Ukoi, Nigapago, Okan Sisi, Papa, Nigbati Oyi, Inyan, Nsi, Nabale, Elu, Macintosh, County, Georgia, Nitori, Awan, Sheriff, County Bond, Wan Niku, Eli, Igbon, Awan Inia, Tio Ofato, Burubur. thanks for downloading this podcast you can find lots of other great podcasts on the stoplight network like four pigs the bell tolls geekiest show ever international film club let's talk podcasts the casual heroes podcasts tech fan the deeper look the Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Okay, I got three tracks recording. I've got levels on myself. Give me a countdown from five in any particular order. Five. Four. Three. Two and a half. <laughs> one point seven five. Uh, no, no, it's one point seven four. One point seven four. <laughs> one. Said. Oh, bollocks! Zero. Don't you start? I've stopped. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Why? Mm. Uh, cause I coughed. Keep like, coughity cough. I guess it could have been worse. I could have done this. <laughs> I still love that. Because although I have money, I am vulgar. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know, but he's in your place. Not for long. <laughs> Crap, I wasn't ready. No, sir. <laughs> no, it's not fair. <laughs> Flash by name. Flash by nature. Of course you realize this means war. We're doomed. Is there any insanity in your family? And I slammed me daft door and left him a standard there on my potty porch of my bad mansion in Bonkers, Buckinghamshire. <laughs> Wise words, mate. Genius. That's what it is. Sheer genius. You stupid boy. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Don't even think about it. No, no! <laughs> we love working with those guys. This is an important message. 
So we're really, really excited about this. Good, clean, wholesome fun. <laughs> we're going to start. Do you know, I think you must you hear. You kill yourself to sell a story around here. I think you must hear Steve Jobs on this show more than anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping the memory alive. That's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, so what he'd say now is. So let's move on. Yeah, okay. Okay, Steve. <laughs> Hmm. Mike Mack podcast. <laughs> did, did you, have you actually combined all those, or do you have to hit separate buttons still? No, I hit separate buttons. Okay, I just I just haven't done it yet. I will do eventually. Well, do you still have them all like in separate sent? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. What I yeah. never realized when when I like grabbed all these sound clips and put them in soundboard was that I couldn't go back and and pull them out. You know, unless. No, no. I, I, what I've done is I always find, get a sound clip, create the sound clip, put it somewhere, and then drag it into soundboard. So I've probably got so, lots so of keep... duplicated stuff. But Well, you know what you could do? Um, kind of like what I do, with because I've got the separate track here for soundboard. You could, or for my soundboard, you could actually like record all three of those, and it didn't doesn't really matter if there's how much of a gap there is between them because you can pull that gap out after. So let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. But why don't you bring us in? No, I was just part? trying something. I was just looking at the lock. There's a lock at the bottom of the soundboard, and I was just trying to work out what it does. Oh, I don't know. Because when you click it, it seems to go unlock. So let's move on. And you, all you can do is click on it. And it'll play it. Whereas when you press the lock icon, it then goes into a lock position. But that then gives you the little exposed triangle, which allows you to go edit, label, oh, okay. color it. Okay. So it, it seems to be counterintuitive. Yeah, it would seem to me that the, the lock one would be the one that didn't have the button yeah. that you could edit with. Yeah, yeah. What the f*** is wrong with those people? And then the thing next to it, it says enable single mode, single sound mode. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. What does that do? Uh, I don't know what that does. Is there any insanity oh, out there? Oh, okay. You know what that does? That means you can't play more than one at a time. We're going to start. It's so funny. Hang on. We're going to. It's so funny. Oh, I see. It stops the other one. Right. I see. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I don't know what the let's see one MIDI device connected. Oh, that's my that's my Sapphire, yeah, uh, Firewire thing. Okay, and then click to show remote status. Well, how does it know about my remote status? Well, I don't know. I just <laughs> think they're too. Why'd you breeze in? Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what I didn't use in that first section what? when I was moaning about the Apple TV. This piece. It just works. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been that would have been a good a good little uh uh push in. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah, well not always. Not always, Steve. Yeah. That's what we say sometimes. <laughs> yeah. This is the other thing that it just works. This is the other thing just we say sometimes. Works. Oh, drat these computers. They're so naughty and so complex. <laughs> and this is what your, your wife and daughter were saying while you were trying to, uh, to 
to get that rented movie. He lays, he lays. <laughs> yeah. And then you turned and looked at him yeah. and said, I'm man and not so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to that, well, back to the old drawing board. You betcha. Uh, crap. I know what it was doing. What? Driving us crazy. Yeah. Mind you. But we learned a lot. Oh. <laughs> God, I never say you, uh, you are Cyloning like crazy now. So you, Damn it. You suddenly started. You started Cyloning. Okay, now you're back. But when you were saying when you were saying that, you Cyloned all the way through it almost. Oh, did I really? Yeah, but it just made it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> McIntosh <laughs> County. Victoria <laughs> 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 One Sheriff Car Department. <laughs> 